Ah, screw it. <laughs> You're listening to PlayStation Power. I'm George, and Greg's here. Hello. And we traded in our skateboards for uh, bikes. Yes, downhill bikes. Yes, downhill domination is the game we are talking about on this episode. The kind of bikes your mom warned you never to ride. Oh, my mom warned me not to ride any kind of bike. <laughs> uh, that's not true. I, I think it, I think the last time I rode a bike was like when I was ten or something, and I had horrible bounds, so I couldn't really ride it for that long. Anyway, yes, this is an interesting game. Um, this is a, yeah. uh, 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 like in the vein of us of uh, uh, the vein of us swapping games back and forth that one of us has history with and one of us and one of us had never played before. Uh, this week, this week, it's my turn to play a game for the first time. Yes, it is because I played this uh, a lot when I was a kid. Um, so I actually got this from uh, a Comp USA around the time the game came out, and Comp USA is not around anymore. So I feel like an old man. Um, <laughs> Oh man, I'm just remembering that story now. That you feel like an old awesome. man? Like I'm the one they turned forty, like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this game is an extreme sports racing game. So another extreme sports game for you, Greg? Yeah. This was made around the time that the that the uh, that the Tony Hawk games and everything else were so popular. So this sort like this certainly cashes in like uh, the whole craze going on. Kind of. I mean, this is way later than. Like the first few Tony Hawk games. But the Tony Hawk series was still going like still pretty strong at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so this game was released in North America July 22nd, 2003. And then worldwide it was released February 13th, 2004. Um, you know, that's that's cool. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's interesting that... I don't know what worldwide includes because i don't know if it's like japan and europe and but uh usually usually when there's a release date uh europe and like japan are usually like segmented but now now it's together worldwide that's interesting i would not be surprised if this game did not get released in japan because it certainly is kind of a game i don't really think would appeal to japanese gamers i don't know i mean they released they release a lot of uh, modern games that that Americans or Europeans develop that you think Japanese people wouldn't really be into. Well, that's happening more in the last like in the last like several years. I think. Yeah, I think it's. I think like they, um, uh, you know, as like easier like, like easier to get games and like you know like markets increase that kind of stuff. But, I guess. But uh, sure. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. No. <laughs> what? So what made you decide to pluck this game out? Because I'm, because I'm doing uh, pay the full price for it. Uh, what made you decide to pluck this game out of the shelf? Uh, there was a demo of it, and being a kid, I played. Oh, is it one of the demos that was demo included? Stuff? Like one of the uh, Sony, Sony, one of those jam packs for PS2. Yeah, yeah. magazine discs. So, I also yeah. played a lot of Final Fantasy X <laughs> on a demo, uh. <laughs> which wasn't great because it was just the same. Yeah. Uh, I think there's two different scenarios. Yeah. yeah. So, on that on that disc for uh, Final Fantasy X, there was just the beginning of the game yeah. up until uh, you get was it you get consumed or whatever, and you're thrown into. Oh yes. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. Oh my God. What is what is that place called? 
beast beast besaid? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Whatever the whatever <laughs> the world is, that's the real world and not the fake world. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was just uh, a battle between you and Kumari, which is the uh, Ronso guy, right. which Ronso yeah. is the they're like a, they're anthropomorphic wolves or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which is creepy. <laughs> other other than that, uh, yeah, I played a good amount of this on a demo disc. Yeah, I miss demos. Uh, hardly anybody ever does them like anymore these days. I mean, like, you can get a sense of the game by watching on YouTube, but it's not quite the same thing as actually like, playing it. I mean, they still make demos for games. It's just that they're 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 becoming less and less i think i see more demos on steam than i do on yeah that's like because steam really now. yeah you, you, so that's because that steam really really because of the market that it is it really encourages you to want to actually like you know check out the indie games and like the lower development stuff or whatnot so that makes total sense to have to, you know, total sense to have like demos on there so but uh, um no yeah no yeah the, yeah the major publishers i guess really don't feel like they the, the, you know, i guess really don't feel like they you know, they need to like anymore these days so but they um yeah i guess and i mean you don't really need a de- i don't know i f- feel like d- demos aren't really needed anymore mm. i mean you're right you could just go on like youtube or whatever and watch a game be played and you know i i do that i don't like search up for a specific game i just you know, you know i'm subscribed to people who stream and then they put their streams out as recording on YouTube and you know whatever comes up. Oh hey, he just played this game called uh, Truck something. <laughs> I completely forgot the name while I was talking. Uh, but. Uh, Cluster Truck. That's the name of the game I was thinking of. But uh, yeah, um, played this as a demo and then I eventually bought the full game. And had a lot of fun with it, even though I wasn't so good at it, <laughs> because I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was still fun. Um, b- before we really get into it, let's finish up these vital stats here. <laughs> uh, pub- major publishers here, you know, SCEA, Sony Computer Inter- Entertainment America. Right. And Codemasters, which I did not know. I think that might have been for, like, Europe. Maybe. Yeah, Codemasters is a very long-standing company that has done a lot of uh, development like over the years. Uh, publishing also. Yeah, so the developer on this is Incog- Incognito Entertainment, which I I haven't heard that name in years. I, I've never heard of them, period. Uh, I, I, really? I probably have played other games that they did, but, I, um, but, uh, but the name does not ring any bells for me. So, you know, I remember that name, but if you ask me what games they did, off the top of my head, I cannot remember any of them. Well, that's not usually a good sign, then. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would definitely recognize the name and be like, oh, yeah. And that's like, what games do they make? I, uh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, this game, this game is awesome. At least I find it to be awesome. You're riding. You're racing other people. The main mode is you're racing other people on a mountain bike d- downhill, not not uphill, Greg. Downhill. <laughs> uh, down usually it's usually like downhill. Stuff. There are exceptions to that. <laughs> uh, sometimes you're going straight. You're right. Or sideways. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, sideways. Especially when oh, you like get man. out the track and you're like, oh hell, like where do I have to go? <laughs> the, no, the physics in this game is interesting. Uh, but um you're you're yeah, you're racing other people in the main mode, which is like the career mode. There are a mm. lot of races in the career mode. That is like one point I'm gonna give in this game's oh, favor. Man. There's something like what, thirty races I think that you have to get through? I think it's might be a twenty four. Yeah, it's a lot. Um it's yeah. So What's interesting though is like there are different, there are different kinds of races. So like the first one is just like a normal race where you're racing. I think the first place is like Italy, a mountain in Italy. Yes, yep. Which I think that was the de like the level for the demo, right. and then eventually the further you go down, uh, like trees start getting set on fire and stuff. <laughs> I was like, whoa! And then like stuff like that didn't really happen mm. later on in the game. Which stunk, but it really made good for a demo. Yeah. And, you know, there was like right. a helicopter there. And, yeah. uh, you could. So, you're racing, but that's not the only thing you could do. You could actually uh, attack the other racers, which is fun. It's like a. <laughs> it's kind of like a road rash type of like thing. Yeah. Where, uh, you start off with your fists. Right. It definitely reminds me like about a kind of a kind of some road rash and some GTA elements like mixed in here with that because. I have to say, it works pretty well. The only problem is. The attack buttons are square for left right. and circle for right, and the way that you pedal is X. Yes. So, if the controls like you can you can still fight while you're pedaling, but I I'm sure most people would let go of the X yeah. and press the other button, whereas I'm just still holding it <laughs> and pressing one of those buttons because that's that's me. We will uh, eventually. Yeah, we will. What was that? Yeah, we will get into this later, but I. Uh, but I found the controls to be kind of awkward, like for this game. Uh, partly, really? Probably because of that, because I I thought they were pretty good. Because like you know, I I, I did have a problem trying to keep trying to trying to attack a pedal at the same time. But um, okay. And the attack, the attack, the, the the attack functions are all right. I wish they were a bit more, um, a little bit easier to use. I find it be very hard to line up. Uh, correctly because you're correctly because like you're going so fast and your opponent's going so fast that you when your attack is so your attack is so short range it's a little better it's a little better if your weapon if you have a weapon in your hand like a bottle um, but your basic punch is so short range it's very hard to be able to hit them with it. All right, um, you gotta tell me right now. Did you mostly just use punches because you kept bailing and you kept getting downgraded? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so the thing is about this, whenever you crash your bike or someone knocks you off your bike, uh, your weapon gets downgraded. Which sucks. Greg, I for like, I want to say 90% of this game, I've had bottles. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm just good at this game? I don't know. But uh, the, the thing is, um, you, get, you get your weapons upgraded. There's either a pickup to upgrade it, or you can do tricks and get points and it'll upgrade it. Or you could just keep knocking people off their bikes and upgrade. Yeah, because you can so you kick later off. on too, right? Yeah, so I think that's the second yeah. one. So you start with a punch, which I feel like is all right, but you need to punch the person, I want to say three times maybe, mm -hmm. yeah, to get them off their bike. But, like, you know, I felt the punch wasn't too too bad. Though. Like, I could see where you're coming from saying that it's hard to attack people, like line it up. But that's the punch. The punch doesn't have a great... Uh, like hitbox or whatever you want to say. Uh, and then the next one I believe is a kick, and then you get like a check where you just like smack the back of your bike into the person next to you, which is awesome. <laughs> 
and then I think it turns into a stick after that. So you, you're able to, like, use a wooden stick to hit the person, which is funny. Mm. And then after that, you get to use bottles, which are basically kind of like homing, in a way. Yes. Uh, people you can attack uh, start to blink red, and you press square or circle, and you throw a bottle, and it hits them. And I, to be honest, I had that, like, most of the time. Kind of mind like uh, some Mario Kart, like at the shells. Yeah, except you're throwing bottles and the <laughs> default attack. <laughs> right, right. Kind of homes in. I don't. You're throwing it overhand. You're not shooting it out. <laughs> but yeah, it, well, I hope you're throwing it. It's kind of like that. You're kind of yeah. You're kind of. It's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, but it's it's much better when you hit somebody with a bottle and then you see them fall down the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> No, yeah, this is a, yeah, maybe because like you still had kid memory, but 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 I found this game to be like very tough. Uh, really? Okay, so I played. I almost completed the career, and I didn't play too too much of this game as of recent. Yeah. Uh, well, I, kid memory I don't know, can I'm really good. get you quite far in a game because there are games because there are games there are NES. But the thing is, I didn't get I didn't get far in this game as a kid yeah. because I was horrible. Yeah. And then when I picked it up again, I was like, oh yeah. And then I upgraded the bike. Mm. And it almost has like the best. I think it has the best or almost the best stats you can get. Um. So so before you start the career, you're actually able to select a character that you want to play as. Yes. Which one did you play as? Um, I took the guy with the British flag on his helmet. I can't remember like his name. Cosmos. Yes. Okay, so when I was a kid, I played as him. And then I was going through all the stats of all the characters that were there. Because you can unlock other characters, which are actually yep. pro riders for the most part. Which is interesting. But um, I just went with Cosmo because I really liked his stats. Uh, each each rider has their own stats. And Cosmo has like the best for actual racing. I didn't really care about um, attacking. But I still did pretty well with attacking anyway. Yes. And then uh, you get money. So every time you finish a race, you get money. And it depends on how well you did and what tricks you did and other bonuses that you can actually unlock later on by, you guessed it, spending money. <laughs> and the thing is, um, I first thing I obviously did was upgrade, like I bought a custom bike and then I started upgrading it. And that's when the game gets so much easier, yeah. at least for me, when I'm able to, uh, not sprint, what do, you, what do you call it when you like, I don't know, just pedal really fast. And use up your stamina there, and boost like a huge like speed boost. Yeah, um, yeah, like it really helps. Uh, so there's a stamina system in this game. No, I do like the system. And it's a little annoying. Yeah. But the so you have to double tap X to uh, pedal fast, and that uses your stamina. But if you just hold X, it just does like a normal pedal, which you can do, and it'll uh, your your stamina will come back while you're doing it. And the thing is, I've gone to points where I've gotten to points where I would double tap it, and then I'm almost out of stamina, and I don't want to run out, and I just want it to like come back, and I, I let go and I hold X, and sometimes it pedals fast again. But other than that, I had no problems with the controls, to be honest. Um, I, we should get into that now, because <laughs> I feel like it's a really good control scheme 
because it it's so easy you don't really have to move your fingers or anything so we are we already established the attack and how to pedal uh, to jump you press R2 and the longer you hold it up to a certain point you can jump higher and it like charges it up basically I feel like that works well because I played games before where the jump button is like one of the face buttons mm -hmm. and you have to let go of the the uh, pedal button to do that and that's kind of crappy so doing it this way using R2 to jump you're still able to use the, all the face buttons while you're trying to jump and all the tricks are on the shoulder buttons and the I don't even know. What do you call the L1 and, or L2 and R2? Those aren't really shoulder buttons, are they? Uh, I've always called them shoulder buttons. I mean, basically because... I guess they're technically triggers, but... Yeah, I think Sony refers to them as triggers officially, but I've always referred to them okay. as shoulder buttons because of the fact that they're in the same positions as other controllers shorter, like shoulder buttons. I mean, the shoulder button terminology goes back to Nintendo with Super NES controller and just like... Right, um, right. And like, and like, you know... When Microsoft and Sony added four buttons on there and instead of two, they became, you know, they became like more like more known as triggers. But I've always liked like, but I, uh, uh, I just don't think I'm shorter, you know, shorter buttons. I'll tell you what, uh, you you're kind of right because like those buttons on the original PlayStation controller, uh, L2 and R2 are basically like the same button as the shoulder buttons, so they're basic they basically are shoulder buttons, I guess. Mm. But anyway, semantics. So the upgrade system to the game, I do like. Like you know, I always like games like this because this system is not unique. There are tons of games that do this. Uh, like you know how I'm, you know, you know how you have like a sport of some kind, and as you progress, as you progress like the game, uh, you get money, like you earn points, like you improve your skills, whatever the system is, yeah. uh, and to be able to unlock it. You need to make you need to make steady you need to make you need to make steady progression on that though because otherwise because otherwise and can I think again this may have been like part of my problem uh, if you don't get steady upgrades by around like by around like course eight they start you know they start like uh, the difficulty the difficulty really like really ramps up uh, really because I basically had all the upgrades I needed by then um, and also like I found out that. Uh, when the game starts, you go and pick fictional racers. Uh, there are some, there are some, there are some professional players in the game, but those are, but all the professional players they have to be like unlocked. You have to be like, they have to be like unlocked. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, no, I mean the controls are fine for what they are. I did get used to it, and just like you know, I kind of felt as a bit. Like I said earlier, I just I, I like you know I wish I wish it was possible I wish it was possible like to remap the controller because I probably would have like arranged things a bit differently. I would have put the attack buttons on the shorter buttons personally, um, so I could uh, so I could uh, so I could uh, so I could keep my keep my hand for like fully mashing mashing the buttons for speed or whatnot, and then use my fingers on the finger and the trigger buttons like do the attacks. I mean, Wait, did you keep constantly pressing X to pedal faster? Uh, no, I usually. So I usually tap it. Yeah, because you just need to double tap right, it. Yeah. So. Okay. But I don't. I, I thought it was still fine and easy to attack with square and circle while I'm pedaling. I'm sure I would get used to it eventually. But um, well, I did get used to it eventually. Just like you know, uh, just like you know, at um, there's still I don't know. There's just still that split second instinct to want to like you know, lift fingers. So it's just something I have to like, I like overcome. 
Uh, yeah, I, I know. I didn't really get that. I don't know. But, yeah, being able to attack with L1 and R1, that would be cool, too. The only thing is, uh, tricks would be really hard to pull off them because you'd need that square in the circle. Yeah. To, to, so I, with the way that everything works in this game, I feel like the way that the control scheme is now is probably the easiest because if you did swap those, the shoulder buttons with the face buttons, with some of those functions, it would be a mess to try to do tricks. Whereas it's very simple with this control scheme. The trick scheme seemed like they took a page play a like a page directly at Tony Hawk. Uh, like the number, do you know the number? Feel the number of tricks, of tricks, and everything that you can do. Uh, because like you know, like because like the Tony Hawk game, uh, the, uh, you know the tricks I'm seeing in this game are are are, are tricks that professional that professional uh, BMX riders like would do that you see like on the ESPN Extreme Games that kind of stuff. Uh, see the thing is, I would disagree with you in saying that it's much different from Tony Hawk games because. Uh, the way that this works is just, you're able to just branch, uh, tricks like any time. Whereas like Tony Hawk, you kind of have to wait for like an animation. And the thing is a lot of, most of the time when you're playing Tony Hawk, you're probably going to do flip tricks and not grab tricks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in this game, like most of the tricks are grab tricks. They could branch out. There are. I want to say one or two tricks, at least for Cosmo, where he does do like a one-off thing and he doesn't hold it. But and also you're able to freely control the rotation, which is really cool. Yes. Um, you could even even if you just don't want to do a trick, you could just do a backflip, and you know. Whereas like in the one of in the more recent Tony Hawk games, you had to do a button combination to do a backflip or a front flip. This is just like. Um, push forward and you'll go you'll turn forwards and you'll be able to do a flip and you'll be able to i don't think you could rotate but you can roll yeah which is I don't, kind of a bad choice yeah, yeah i don't remember the names you know, names the names like about the tricks but uh there are some pretty like you know cool things you can do with a bike yeah um a lot of those earlier mountains are not very easy to do crazy tricks but eventually you'll get onto like mountains where there's just a lot of air. Yeah. And if you if you get enough speed, a lot of air, get like air the rocket like, power yeah. up and all this, like you can get like crazy tricks where you do like 900 degree like backflips and stuff. Um, there, that might be hard, but you can still do a lot of rotations and whatnot. There are jumps you can make in this game that would totally they're totally shatter your bike and break your bones if you made them like oh, a real life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is extreme sports, man. Yes. It's got to be fictional. Yeah, it's a video game. I understand that. It's fun to do that. But uh, Oh, it's... Yeah, this game so, had a really good trick system, I have to say. So, segue, I did like the courses a lot. I thought the courses like were very, like, were very, like, were very varied. You uh, can't just announce a segue. That's not how this works. Yes, you can. Other people do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> but, that, but that doesn't mean that they're professionals at segues. <laughs> Did you know the guy who created Segways drove it off a cliff and died? No, I didn't actually. Yeah, so that was my Segway. <laughs> uh, what were you saying? Oh uh, no, I was saying like you know, uh, um, uh, the courses, the courses I think are, are are great in this game. They're well designed. They take you all over the world. Oh man, uh, yes. You can race in 
you, you, you can race in Italy, British Columbia, Hawaii. Um, uh, Hawaii is my least favorite, yeah. but I do like seeing the boars. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, there's different weather effects, like in all the races. Uh, some of them are foggy, some of them are rainy, some of them are sunny. Uh, there's different obstacles that you have to contend with. Uh, like, this, like, for example, like, for example, in one of the races in British Columbia, like, I was attacked by a bear, which scared the, which scared the hell out of me the first time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, there's animals in all these, like, mountain, uh, tracks? Yes. I guess tracks. Yeah. them? Yeah. Um, and like you said, there's a bear in BC and there's, you know, boars in Hawaii. There's deer in, like, Italy. Um, and it's, it's, it's really cool. They put wildlife in there and it's not necessary you can't there's no gain for it yeah. like they can most definitely knock you off your bike but it was really cool and they're like you know i wouldn't say they're they're animated all right um but their physics are really odd but then again the physics in this game are just completely odd right but just by itself but it's really funny to like throw a bottle at like a deer and it just falls over and it just starts rolling and then it just randomly stops even though it had momentum. Some of the crash animations are just hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was playing the demo version. Or was it the full version? It was either the demo version or the full version when I was a kid and uh, someone was over and they crashed right as they got the rocket power up. So they went flying in the air, like with that pseudo kind of like ragdoll thing. It was insane. And this was like in the Italy track. So I did one at that big jump. Yeah, I did one crash once where I got bumped by another rider came around uh, because of that, because of that, because of that, that messed up, messed up my, that messed my cornering going around a curve. So I, um, uh, so I. So I kind of ran over his bike almost. So I started doing a crash animation. <laughs> then I had a car that was parked, and I go flying across the roof and like you know like rolling, like rolling good like ten feet afterwards. So yeah, there's a lot of just like what just happened, <laughs> and then you're still on your bike, and then next thing you know, you try to jump and you hit like a little bump and you you fly off the bike. Uh, I do really like though how the game sometimes will put you back on the course if you like mess up badly. Um, yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's a nice if you touch. ride off that. the mountain and yeah. you just keep falling. You'll just be reset. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, each track, has, uh, each track has its own, has its own difficulties and challenges to figure out. Right. Um, so I think it's, what was it? Hawaii? Yeah. Where there's just like really tight turns and they just like multiple turns. Yeah. You just left and right and left. It's like, wow, this is hard. So there, I mean, there are gaps where you can actually just jump through that turn and land on the track again. And I've done this on like multiple tracks. Yeah, there's some shortcuts. The thing is like, yeah, the thing is like, it's kind of like one of those older need for speeds where there's shortcuts and you should probably use them because that'll help you a lot. Um, And I just found even though like there aren't shortcuts for some of them. You could just jump off the side where it's going to turn sharply. Yeah. And you could just land pretty far off. Like, uh, you could just jump pretty far and gain an advantage on the on the track. And a lot of this game was mostly just me punching people at the beginning. And then me ending up not even halfway through the race. And I am way ahead of everyone. <laughs> so maybe I should ramp up the difficulty because I was playing this on normal. And it seemed a little like a little too easy. Yeah, yeah, that's the level I was playing it at too. All right, so there's different there's different power ups on these tracks. 
Um, there's, there's a rocket power up that gives you an insane boost. You just go insanely fast from it. Um, there's one that where if you crash, it quickly remounts you on your bike, which is very helpful. Um, there's one that, I think there's one that just randomly gives you points. There's one that upgrades your weapon for you. There's one that gives you stamina back. I think that's all of them. I could be wrong, but I think that's all of them. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where the manual is, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Cause it adds an edge to the game where you could be like losing and then you just pick up this rocket booster, you go flying and then you just like hit first place and then you win. Uh, so it can add a, a, a an advantage. Um, there's also, uh, what is it called? Diamond, diamond back? I don't know. There's like diamond flags and you go through them and you collect. I, diamond back stuff? I don't, I don't know. And it gives you money, I think? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep, it gives you money. Yeah. I, I, I know like nothing about that. <laughs> Uh, so I was surprised to see actual sponsors like in this game. Uh, yeah, isn't Mountain Dew one of them? <laughs> Mountain Dew, yeah, Mountain Dew turns up a lot. Uh, Mountain Dew turned up a lot in like Jet Moto, yeah, like the first one. So. There's also like Power Bar uh, advertising here and different kinds of. Oh yeah, Power Bar. Yeah. Oh man. Different kind of a. Uh, um, there's different kind of bike, uh, like a bike and you know bike gear companies. Uh, right. Seco, I believe, is in here also. They're the they're probably the company that makes that watch that's in the corner of the screen that gives you like your time and speed and that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So, okay, could be. Right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. So I'm thinking that's what it is. But uh, um, that's an interesting thought. So yeah, this is yeah this yeah the, yeah advertising in games is not new. I mean, the original pole position from the for pole position for, you know, for like you know, for like 1982 had it. Well, but like I said, I mean, this, Mountain Dew yeah. was doing this ever since, like, around the time of Jet Moto. There was a lot. And that was 90s. There was a lot more advertising going on going on in games during the PS1, PS2 era, though. Uh, more you, more something you saw like, in previous generations of games. Yeah. Which I have mixed feelings about. I mean, like, it's kind of cool for realism sense, but it also kind of becomes, like... But I think the advertising in this game is a little bit too much. They might much. have just paid for that, though. Yeah. So. I'm sure they did, Yes. I'm sure exactly that's what happened. I, just, I mean, yeah, it's not. They probably didn't say, "Hey, Mountain Dew, do you want to be <laughs> a sponsor for this this game with fictional riders?" And they throw bottles at each other and they murder deer. <laughs> that last part doesn't happen. You just hurt them, yeah, severely with your bike. Yeah, the advertising in this game is a little bit too too constant, though. Uh, I thought you know it was always like in your face. Really. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't get that kind of feeling. Then again, I wasn't really paying attention to it. I don't. I don't know. Well, that goes. Well, that topic goes hand in hand, like with the graphics. Uh, this game definitely looks like a PS2 game, but I think the graphics. You know, the graphics. The graphics still look pretty good. I think. I mean, like I can see this game really. Like really, I can see this game like really impressing people. Uh, like people that impress people like when it came out. I was impressed, yeah. and I still am impressed. Yeah. Um, no, it does still look good, definitely. I, I mean, yeah, no, it's definitely not the best looking, but man, it looks good. You can see the limitations, uh, the limitations inherent to P inherent to PS2 games of this era, with like you know the. Uh, I'll tell you what, Greg. Uh, the, you know the cell shading, the, the draw distance, and that kind of stuff, but it's still pretty good. I'll tell you, the draw distance is actually pretty good. Um, I'll tell you what, you 
have a game for PlayStation 2. It's a fast-paced game. Um, as far as I've seen, it never has any FPS issues. No, no, that's definitely for its credits. And it looks good. Yeah. It's fast, it looks good, and it runs well. That's that's impressive. And you like you need to realize what the power of the PlayStation 2 was. Because even you know, even for its its console cycle, it wasn't even the strongest uh with power, but it was the strongest with popularity. Mm, yeah. And man, they just did so because original Xbox games, like some of them, ooh boy, like <laughs> what are they doing? And then you look at PlayStation 2, it's like a lot of these games have good frame rates. Mm. Uh, I would say, like, the Dynasty Warriors games have trouble with that a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, yeah, the frame rate is definitely very impressive. Uh, like, you know, because there's a lot of... Because, because, the, because like you said, um, the game's very fast-paced. Um, the, the the races the races don't take the races don't take too long to the races don't take too long to finish like their credit I thought also uh, they're pretty quick as a matter of fact I was looking at, as a matter of fact I was looking speed run uh, of all twenty four career courses um, uh, like in the game earlier like earlier today the guy finished mm-hmm. gee, the guy finished all twenty four courses um, um, just in like ninety minutes so I could probably do that so. I was grinding for money a little bit so. so. Um, sound effects are pretty good. There's no music in the game like what you play, um, but there's always a constant sound effects. So you hear like the, so you hear the, so you hear the sound are of the bike. Are you sure there's no music in the background while you play? If there was, it's so faint, it really wasn't standing out to me like from the sound effects because I heard the sound effects I loud and clear. I remember there being music in the background. Yeah. I heard the sound effects loud and clear. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, there's a little music toward the start and the beginning, but... Yeah, no, I... D- there's music all the all the way down the the mountain. I I, I it must have been so soft so soft like me though that you know the, the sound effects the sound effects the sound effects I would just like, the sound effects I would just like rounding it out. But yeah, but I mean I, I have to say like the soundtrack soundtracks uh pretty good. The only problem is like I haven't even heard of most of these bands or yeah, whatever. A, shit might have been a problem with the copy of the game I was playing. I don't. I don't know, yeah, but but uh, I mean, free, freeze pop is in here. That's 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 a uh, that's like a like freeze pop kind of like works with harmonics right now. Yeah, uh, Black Eyed Peas, Run DMC, yep. Slipknot. Those those are the bands that I've heard of before. There's a lot that I've never heard of here, which is common for games like this. So I mean, like you know, right? But I have to say, all this song, all the music that I heard was pretty good, and it worked. <laughs> It were like, it wasn't super loud. It was just like there in the background, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like how I do these podcasts now, where the music's <laughs> just in the background faintly. But um, yeah, no, it, it's you know what I heard sounded good and it felt like it fit. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. So do you ever play this like multiplayer? I'm trying to remember. No, okay. I don't think I have. But uh. I feel like playing this multiplayer would be really fun because it's just like it would kind of be like a Mar not a Mario part like a Mario Kart thing maybe where it's like oh you just threw the water bottle at me oh come on what are you what are you doing but um I mean racing is not even like the racing is like the main focus of this game yes but there's other modes you could unlock and when I was oh, a yeah, kid yeah. 
I unlocked a few modes. Uh, there's Mosh Pit, and that one's ridiculous. So it's literally just a uh, dirt pit that everyone's riding around, and the goal is to knock everybody off their bike. And I believe you do get um, upgrades? Yes. Yep. Yeah, you get weapon upgrades. So you have to punch somebody off their bike and then start kicking them, check them, hit them with a stick, throw bottles at them. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I'm trying to remember what the other modes were because it's been a while since I played those modes. There's a there's a practice mode, I think, where you can like practice the courses. Right, there's a free ride yeah. where you can freely ride the mountain. So you can actually just ride back up the mountain if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why I'd want to, but... <laughs> because because you're a kid, you have nothing else to do, and you think it would be fun to actually ride up the mountain and not down the mountain. Yeah, I suppose. There's your answer, yeah. Craig. That's, that's my reasoning for it, at least. But I think this game would be a lot of fun in multiplayer also. I checked out multiplayer modes, like, briefly. Um, there's a curious there's, you know, there's a curious decision made in this game, and you know, I believe it is because of uh, hardware... Hardware and frame rate limit to hardware and frame rate uh, limitations. Um, you can have uh, you can have multiplayer with a uh, multiplayer with up to like four people, but but if you play with like three or four, uh, the number of tracks modes available to you is very limited. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't know it was up to four people. Yes, so I believe that's because of the hardware limitations. Probably so it's not like they did it that way, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, so. Yes, yes. You play this with like you and a friend. Like all the tracks and modes are available to you. The full game, the full game is playable. But yeah. it, it just you're just a lot more limited to limited if you go up to like three or four. But so, so there are a lot of uh, purchases you can make in this game. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, and some of them are actually just like specially made bikes. And I, I. I I'm thinking like some of those bike actually bikes actually might have really good stats, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I was working on trying to get the prototype bike and I think I was maybe halfway there. I think that's like $50,000 or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's expensive. That's a long time to get. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say too long, but yeah, I mean, you eventually get a multiplier for how much money you make when you turn pro or whatever. Right. Right. But, um, you know, there's a, a poster maker, where it's just basically uh, lets you take screenshots while you're playing the game and save them, which is a cool feature. Um, and then there's Fog Editor, where you can edit the fog to whatever color and how thick it is and how close it is to you. I thought that was pretty cool. I had that as a kid. I didn't get to fool around with it uh, as of recent, but I thought that was fun. Uh, I think a lot of it's just like videos and concept art, maybe? Yeah, I did like the actual, the actual, the actual FMV scenes to show to Steven start the game. That's a nice touch. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, how do you, you have to finish career mode to unlock the other riders? Uh, I think that's what it is. Uh, yes, I believe you're correct on that. I, of course, never got anywhere close to that. Yeah, um, when I was a kid, I unlocked, like, <laughs> one rider, I think. But, uh, but yeah, from, but yeah, I believe that's right. So, it's a challenge, but there are some, uh, but on the plus side, on the plus side, the plus side, this game does give you a good deal of replay value because of all that. Uh, you're the yeah. kind of person who wants to be a completist. A completist. Because team. everyone has their own stats, and then... Yeah. 
I think you have to start from the beginning again. You don't have the money that you did for one character. Is that right? I, I, um, I, again, this is not something I checked out, but I believe you're right. Yeah, I, it does add uh, value to replayability because each character has their own stats and then you have to, you know, work for it. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of something else to say, but it just <laughs> all I can say is this game is awesome and I really enjoy it and I'm, I'm honestly going to go back to it um, again and see how far I can get until I get, like, really bored with it i guess but uh right now it's not it's not bored and i'm looking at the european cover of this game it is totally different and gives off a different vibe that was common for games like this fight's generation uh uh japanese covers too were you know would be like very different right so the north american one is just um Two, two nondescript guys. They're basically... One's wearing just all blue. You can't see his face. And there's another one in the background. They're just riding down a mountain. I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, that fits. And then the European one... If I can find it. Here it is. Is actually a picture of... Uh, I think that's Cosmo. And he's in the air doing a trick. And the, the actual logo for the game is actually different than the one on the North American version. It doesn't have the mountain in it. So, wow. Mm. I would say that this picture is more appealing than the, the other one. Well, you said Codemasters published the game in New York, right? It's probably because they decided... Yeah. yeah, they probably didn't have the rights to use North American cover. Maybe. She just had to make their own. But that was And you know what? They did, and it's I, f I find it to be better. It's a, it's a, yeah, sometimes it is. I mean, like, you know, sometimes um, this was... This was especially like more common back during the back during the eight and sixteen bit days. Um, yeah. But you but you look at it, but the Japanese covers of games back then would often be would, would oftentimes be so much better than what we got um, by here in the U.S. So because they always because they always felt the need like to Americanize the covers with like mixed results, usually bad. So the thing is, uh, I'd say get this game because I'm looking at it right now. Uh, lowest lowest amount somebody got this game was for two twenty five. <laughs> That's two dollars and twenty five cents, and the most I've seen it for go for is like eighteen dollars. Okay, there's one for thirty dollars, which I don't know if you want to spend thirty dollars for um, a PlayStation Two game. Uh, you could go for. I mean, I spend a lot more for PlayStation Two games, but um, thirty like I you know even thirty dollars like. I'd say $30 is worth this game. This is the time to get PS2 games. I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, you know, like, you certainly know that you be, they certainly know that you know, better than anybody else, like, right now, George, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. You should see how many PS2 games I have right now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the the median for the pricing here is usually like 10 bucks, yeah. 15 bucks. And I say most definitely worth it. Most definitely get this game. Oh, yeah, for 225 you know, I definitely would say this game like it's worth it also. Um, I did not enjoy this game as much as you did, but I don't hate it. This is a game that I found myself playing in short bursts. I played for like maybe like, you know, a half an hour or so. Uh, do, just like do a few courses. Like, I mean, like, okay, that's it. I had my fill for the day. So, and, and then like, you know, put it away. I, 
I'm not sure if I'll go back to this game later on. I probably will. I mean, like I said, it's fun in short, in short bursts. I think this game might be a blast to play in multiplayer. Um, yeah, I was just about to say, like, but, we should have some kind of thing where, like, we get together and play some of these games, and then we we talk about how we feel about playing games with the other person. We're not. Oh, Greg's not very good at this game, you know. Like, <laughs> I just like punched him a few times. I just I finished the race like so early. I had to wait a few minutes for him. Yeah. And then and then you're just like, oh, he's not very good at Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Well, it's a possibility. I mean, like you know, two of us don't, you know, two of us don't physically live too far apart like one another. Um, no. Like you know, there could be, there could be a trip done in the future at some point. So, you know, that'd be a fun podcast to do. Oh, that would be like amazing. Just <laughs> hey, let's play downhill domination. Now let's play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. But yeah. So yeah. yeah. Like so yeah, like you enjoy. So yeah, like you enjoy extreme sports games. Like you enjoy like. You enjoy the Tony Hawk games, or um, you know, play you have, um, you see more biking games in general. I definitely would say give this one a shot, like most definitely, because this game certainly has lot of similarities it. with it. Um, I say it's most definitely worth it. You know, I've never been a huge, like a huge, like a huge biking fan to begin with, so maybe that's like part of my, part of my indifference toward it. But well, I mean, I'm not a huge bike person either, but you know, like if the game grabs me, it grabs me. I just found myself getting frustrated, uh, frustrated a lot uh, between the controls and some of the and some of the AI and some of the physics and uh, physics and stuff. Oh like, yeah, doing things like that. The so. AI is not the best. Yeah. The physics are funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you categorize them. They're not bad. They're funny. Yeah. The difficulty uh, also kind of the difficulty also like seems to be a bit too too a bit unfair like i was saying earlier i don't know you say that and then i'm on the other side where it's just like it might be unfair for me winning mm. <laughs> this much because it's just like the difficulty ramps down if anything that's at least how i found it what i can see happening like if you're able to get all the upgrades like a whatnot so which i was never able to do because i suck at the game so <laughs> <laughs> we'll suck less <laughs> uh so so, uh, yeah, I don't have really have anything else to say about this. Like, how about you? Uh, it's awesome. You should get it. It's a fun game. It's lovely. Well, for $2.25, definitely worth picking up, like, anyway. Or $10. Or $10. That's that's about the yeah, medium. $10, I'd be, I'd be more on the fence for $10, bucks, but... I I have no problem paying 30 bucks for this, like I said. So. And, like, is it nostalgia? Maybe. But this game is really good. Like, just playing it today. Like, you know, it's 2016. I am used to modern conventions of video games. Mm-hmm. This game still holds up really well. Yeah, the game does hold up pretty well. You know, the load time's pretty short. Um, oh, if you have it loaded on a hard drive, <laughs> you're almost instantly in that game. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, so anyway... Um, this was an interesting game to look at, so thank you for bringing this like our attention, George. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of interesting games that I know about, or um, you know that I played as a kid. I suspect uh, this game is probably one a lot of people have not either have not either not either heard of like or played. Probably not, because I mean, Incognito wasn't you know a a developer that was widely known. It just seems like this. Yeah, it just. It seems like this game was coming out during a time period when the PS2 was getting a lot of software. Oh, you and know what? I think they did Whiplash. 
Whiplash is fun. That game, I only played the demo of that, but yeah. that game is weird. Yeah. What was it? Like, you play as, like, a... Not a ferret. It was, like, a fox or something? Or a mongoose? I a mongoose figured, and a I, rat? I, I, I never figured out what the hell you were actually controlling in that one, so... Yeah, no, I think you play as, like, a mongoose that uses a, a rabbit as a weapon. Yeah. And then, like, it kind of had, like, a... It kind of had like a like a Jack Two kind of like feel to it, mm. even though it was linear. Yeah, I need to look this up right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, anyway, uh, like I yeah, like I was saying, uh, a lot of uh, no, this was Crystal Dynamics. Okay, Never mind. yeah, no, that makes sense. Crystal Dynamics like use like animals in their games. Yeah, I there was another game. I can't remember what game it was, but I <sighs> dang. Never mind. Yeah. I'm just wasting time yeah. here. But, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to say. This yep, just, this game was really fun. Yep, just, yep, just to finish that final thought, uh, this game probably flew under the radar for most people like what came out. Few certainly like flew under mine. So, um, so yeah, if you enjoy games of this sort, definitely, this one's definitely worth like checking out. Um, we, should do, we should do another RPG. Well, I don't know if... Front mission is really considered an RPG, more of a strategy game, but uh, we should we should do it's a hybrid. RPG soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I have a game that I haven't played before, but it looks really interesting, and I <laughs> want to get into it. And I forgot the name, so don't ask me. <laughs> have, or is it a secret? Have we decided what we're doing? To what we're doing next to this podcast? Uh, yeah, we're supposed to be doing uh, Gran Turismo and having on a special guest or two. Oh yes. This has been in the works for a while, folks, so it should be fun. Yes, and the hint, and the hint to who should be coming on, his name is Greg. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I think so, I know who this is then, because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, who is it? Greg's a pretty uncommon name, so... Um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch uh, with the podcast, ask us a question or tell tell us that we're doing a good job because we are, aren't we? <laughs> uh, you can email us PlayStationPower at theboxfort.net. That URL is theboxfort.net. T H E B O X F O R T dot net. That's also the website that you can access all these other episodes that I put up. Fun. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Mr. Chief. That's at M-I-S-T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F. What about you, Greg? Uh, you can reach me directly at the other podcast that I also do, the Super NES Podcast email, which is the SNES Podcast at Yahoo.com. I want to know how you spell Yahoo. Y-A-H-O-O. <laughs> uh, George, Oster, George, Oster, George Oster does that podcast. George does that podcast with me. And we're going to have a guest host on our Guest host, guest host for our next episode for next episode of uh, the podcast also. So we're, so we're going guest host crazy these days. And uh, sometimes I go insane with those games that I play. <laughs> that uh, pinball one was fun. Yes, but uh, even though a, a lot of people didn't like it, <laughs> we should we should check out pin, yeah we should check out a pinball do a pinball game. To pinball game PlayStation, PlayStation because there are some there are some, like fun games on there. Yeah, I actually there's a game that was recommended to me by Willie. Uh, what was it called Flipnik? And uh, he really likes one. it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard of yeah, it either. So. Uh, I have it here somewhere. Did not get around to playing it, but 
should have him on and see what he thinks about the game because it seems like he really likes it. So also, uh, please check out our Facebook page. Please check out our... Uh, please check out uh, the podcast on Stitcher. Please check out the podcast on iTunes and give us to give us like a rating review on there because it was appreciated. I prefer five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we are a proud member also of the uh, Retro Junkies Network. We can find a whole bunch of other retro and non-retro gaming uh, po- uh, podcasts. Oh wait, so we're we're going into non-retro territory now. Well, there's a lot of non-retro podcasts on there also, so... Yeah, no, I guess you're right about that, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you are right. Uh, and check out George and his other podcast, Masters to Masterpieces, which we just came out with a new episode. Oh, hey, you're plugging my podcast on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah. up the one doing it, so it's like, <laughs> like it was okay. <laughs> uh, you know, like, just go with the flow. Do what I remember. Do what I choose to do. But, uh, yeah, we talked about a fun game. Bye. <laughs> Take care, all. <laughs> See ya.